Shanina Walker, and thank you for joining us today on our podcast, Yasha, Young and Sharing His Anointing. Today on our Let's Rock readings, we're going to be speaking to you on the subject of His Mercy Endures Forever. Today, our scripture is going to be coming from Psalms 118, verse 1 through 7. Now for our scripture. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. Let Israel now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let the house of Aaron now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let them now that fear the Lord say that his mercy endureth forever. I called upon the Lord in distress, and the Lord answered me and set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? The Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. Let's wrap. As we begin to look at the scripture, I can tell you by my studies that the book of Psalms is a collection of about six different authors. We know that David was credited for writing at least 73 of them. It is believed that David is the author of the Psalms 118. We can clearly see in Psalms 118 verse 1, David is starting out by saying, Oh, give thanks. When we think about the word thanks, thanks is an expression of gratitude or appreciation unto the Lord. David is saying, Oh, give thanks. Why is he saying, Oh, give thanks? David said, Because he is good, because his mercy, mercy is defined as compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm. So we know that David is saying, oh, give thanks to the Lord because the Lord is good for his compassion or his forgiveness that he shows towards me, that he has the power to punish me because I actually deserve to be punished. But because of his love and his mercy, God has not treated me according to my sin, but God has shown mercy. He has shown compassion and forgiveness uh, toward me. David went on to say that the Lord is good because his mercy endureth. Now we look at the word endure. Endure means to remain in existence, to last. Forever means eternity. So God, the word is telling us that God's mercy, God's compassion, God's forgiveness toward us, even though we deserve to be punished, his mercy endureth. It remains. It exists. It's, it's forever and ever. It's eternal. Now we begin to look at verse two. We can see that David went on to say, let Israel now say that his mercy endureth forever. When we look at the word let, let means not prevent or forbid, allow. Now, as we take a closer look into the scripture, we see that David said, let Israel now say, in other words, now implying that at one point they were not saying that his mercy endure forever. And we know clearly if we've studied uh, the Old Testament, we know through the writings of David, even in this chapter, if we look below, we can clearly see um, where David is writing. And once again, David has received the victory over his enemies, neighboring nations such as the Philistines, um, Cyrenians, the Amorites, the Moabites, God's mercy brought them out of another situation. We see that throughout the scripture that Israel, just like some of us, um, the Bible says was a hard head and stiff necked people. 
they often had the tendency to wander off from God, just like we do, and attempt to do things on their own. As we also see, um, it was the Lord's mercy that brought them out of many situations that they got themselves in. Now, David is saying, Israel, tell the world that his mercy endured forever. Not only was David declaring to Israel to tell the world that his mercy endured forever, but we can see in the third verse that David also went on to say, let the house of Israel now say that his mercy endureth forever. Now, the house of Aaron, when we look at that, the house of Aaron was a biblical name uh, of the family of the Israelite priests ordained by God to serve him at the tabernacle and in the wilderness and later at the temple of Jerusalem. Uh, the Aaronites were a family within the tribe of the Levi. Uh, David went on to say, and it was now declaring that those ordained of God to let nothing prevent them or forbid them from telling the world that his mercy endured forever. Now, when we look at the fourth verse, he went on to say, let them now, when he said them, that includes everybody. He said, let them that fear, in other words, not the kind of fear where we are afraid of God, but a fear of a reverence of God and an authority of God. He said, let them now that fear, in other words, let them now that reverence the authority of God or of the Lord say that his mercy endures forever. We also see in verse five that David goes on to give us um, some insight or more detail into why he was so boldly declaring that the mercy of the Lord endure forever. In other words, what he's saying is, how do I know that the Lord mercy endures forever? He said in the fifth verse, I called upon the Lord in my distress. When we look at the word distress, distress mean extreme anxiety, sorrow, pain, anguish, suffering, agony, my torment, headache, heartache. In my distress, David says, David is declaring when I was pushed, when my back was against the wall with no place to go, nowhere to turn to, no one to turn to. I called upon the Lord. The Lord answered me, David said, and set me in a large place. David is declaring not only did the Lord answer him, but he set him in a large place. When we look at the word large place, large place is defined as enlargement or being brought into a large place. It is a metaphor for spiritual freedom in the Bible. So David is recognizing that the key to his freedom was calling on the name of the Lord. We too, like David, have to come to the realization of the key to our freedom, no matter what situation or circumstance you're going through, the key out of that situation or circumstance is going to be calling on the name of the Lord. David recognized this with all certainty and began to declare with all boldness that the Lord is on my side. David said in the sixth verse, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do unto me. Now, when we look at this word fear in this context, fear actually means an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that something or someone is dangerous, likely to cause pain or threat. It's also defined as horror, alarm, panic, um, agitation, trepidation, dread, dismay. So what was David saying? What David was saying is I'm not going to give in to the unpleasant emotions or the belief that someone or something is going to be able to cause me danger. He said, 
I'm not going to worry about the threats of the enemy. I'm not going to be afraid of the alarm, the panic, uh, the agitation of my enemies, uh, the trepidation and the dread that's coming from Satan, the dismay that he's trying to put over my life. David said, I'm not going to be caught up in these things. Why? Because I know the Lord is on my side. He said, I will not fear what man can do to me. So we know that David said, man, these things... The enemy will allow men to come against you to try to cause you to doubt, to cause you to be in grief, to cause you to have horror, to cause you to have all alarms, to panic, to start trying to operate outside of God and to do things on our own. That's the enemy's job. But we have to be like David. We have to be confident in knowing that the Lord is on our side. And because the Lord is on our side, I don't have to fear. I don't have to worry, David said. Why in the seventh verse? David said, the Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. What David was really saying is, who would dare lay their hands on me? The Lord is on my side. David had now gotten to a place where he was no longer worried about his enemies because he knew the Lord would help him. He had already experienced that when he called upon the Lord and the Lord heard his distress when he called upon the Lord and he answered him. So David now knew that he would receive the victory. He would one day be triumphant enough to see his desires come true against them that hate him. David knew he didn't have to worry any longer. Why? Because the Lord was on his side. I'm also reminded of the scripture in Acts 5 and 39 where it reads, but if it is from God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You may even find yourself fighting against God. So I want to encourage you today to be like David. David said, oh, give thanks because the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. No matter what the circumstances look like, no matter what the situation looks like, our job is to give thanks to the Lord, knowing that his mercy endures forever. Let's apply. After reading and studying this text, I couldn't help but to be left feeling thankful for indeed the Lord is good. When I begin to look back over my life and I remember all he has brought me through, seen and unseen dangers, because how many of us know, just like Israel, sometimes we can be hard-headed and stiff-necked. We can see trouble coming and keep going forward. But just the mere fact of knowing his mercy endures forever lets me know a lot about the God we serve. I know that he is full of love, grace, and his mercy indeed endures forever. This passage today, it encourages us. It gives us hope. Even in the midst of our pain, in the midst of our suffering, our hurt, our disappointments, our headaches, our heartaches, that if we call on the name of the Lord, he in fact will answer us. Not only will he answer you, but he will set you in a place of spiritual freedom. The Lord is about to set you up. Why? Because the Lord is on your side. The word tells us that there is no good thing withhold from them that walk upright. You continue to walk upright. You continue to give God thanks and know that his mercy endures forever. If God be for you, who can be against you? Know today that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Just like the word came to Joshua, I'm telling you today, the Lord said, fear not for the Lord your God is with you. No matter what you're going through right now, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, do not be discouraged. Do not be dismayed. Give thanks for the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of your son, Jesus, we thank you today for your word. We appreciate you 
for your goodness and your mercy towards us. We thank you that your mercy endureth forever. You are our shelter in the time of a storm. You have proven to be our strong tower that we can run in and be safe. We thank you for being the most high who allow us to dwell in your secret place. Thank you for letting us know that we don't have to fear man as long as we're under the shadow of our almighty God. You are our sustainer. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. We trust you that you alone are God. We will not look at man to be our provider. Neither will we look at man to do what only you could do. We will look towards the hills with cometh our help. Father, we know that all our help comes from you. Lord, we just love you. We praise you. We glorify you today. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As always, thank you for joining us today on Yasha, young and sharing his anointing. I am Elder Shanina Walker. Until the next time, have a blessed day.